I preached on Mark for the whole of last year, and others did, so I'm not preaching on the gospel today, so um, someone was disappointed after the first service that I didn't, uh, so if you're disappointed too, go onto YouTube and you can probably find the talk I did a year ago on the Mark passage, um, but today um, I felt that I wanted to preach on the passage from 2 Corinthians, um, so if you have a phone with you and you put in um, 2 Corinthians 4, 13, um, dash five colon one into Google, it will come up with the reading. Um, so uh, that's where it is. Um, it is written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. Since we have the same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore speak, because we know the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, as we think about this scripture today, would you open our hearts and minds to what you have to say to us? In your name we pray. Amen. Uh, it's good to see people. Um, there, there have actually been people while I've been preaching for the last year or so, but they tend to have been at the back looking at screens rather than, uh, rather than looking at me. So um, it's, uh, it's going to take a while to get used to people looking at me again. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I'm also mindful that we've got folks watching at home, so I'm going to try and keep an eye on the cameras um, as well. If, if you're in person and want to have a little look, uh, this is camera one, camera two, and camera three. And I'm just saying that because they tell me and I keep getting the numbers wrong. So that's where they are. And there's, there's, they're, they're hidden away there. Um, so they're filming us. Um, the title I've got for today is Take Heart. And really, um, I, I've, I felt that as we are conscious of what's happened in Kamloops and, the, and particularly with the, that discovery that's come out, uh, which many suspected, but now, now has, has come to, to be, uh, it's being spoken about around the world right now. Um, and, and also in this season, as we come towards um, reopening of normal life again, hopefully, um, and getting past the whole COVID thing, um, that uh, really just to have a, a word of encouragement today to kind of keep on going. Um, I, I feel tired personally. Um, tired because um, it's almost like, you know, if you go on a really long flight, I've never flown to New Zealand from Vancouver, but apparently you can fly there direct and it takes about 16 hours. And I kind of imagine that if you take that kind of a flight, 16 hours, especially if you're the pilot, you're going to get there, and, and you, you've kind of arrived in a place that you were hoping to be, but you're so exhausted, all you can do is collapse in a heap and fall asleep. And I kind of feel that for many of us, uh, and certainly for me, that's where I am um, in, in kind of piloting the church through this season and relearning everything I thought I knew about how to, how to do church to try and keep things going. And, and it's kind of like we're getting there, and now once we're all back to church in person in September, I think I'll take a month off and, and relax in a heap because it's like, okay, we got there. And yet, that's kind of how we might feel in our faith. Um, the, the, uh, the Christian faith is a marathon, isn't it? And, and not a sprint. And, and, and in that, um, we look towards heaven as the destination. Uh, the destination is never something that's this week or this month or this year. The destination is heaven. Um, that is the, um, the telos um, of, of where we're going. So, um, three points, because we were like three points. Firstly, uh, we have the same spirit. The same spirit, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in us. 
So we can take heart because God's given us the Holy Spirit. We've got these lovely Pentecost banners here and the red and the flames to remind us of Pentecost and of the Spirit coming. And we have that same Spirit in us. And so, um, and that's always there. We've talked a lot about the Holy Spirit in life groups. We've talked in the past few Sundays in sermons about the Holy Spirit and what it's like to have um, the Spirit in us. And and this passage is a reminder that that same Spirit is in us. That Spirit of power is in us. It was in us all the time, even in the times when we didn't realize it, in the times when we were exhausted, in the times when we had so many Zoom calls that our eyes went weird. Maybe that was just me. Um, I'm trying to look at all the different people on the screen and then I can't see anything anymore. The Holy Spirit has been with us in this season and will continue to be with us. And it's a spirit of power, the spirit that raised Christ from the dead. That spirit will also raise us with Jesus. So we look forward to heaven. Everything about our Christian life here on earth is looking forward to heaven. I don't know um, if, if you've ever walked past a coffee shop when they're having a quiet day. Um, and I know Starbucks used to do this quite a lot in some places. Um, and if they had, didn't have enough customers, they'd, they'd make some little drinks up. And they'd have these mini cups. Probably they were meant for espressos, but they'd have these mini cups and they'd make them up with, with these kind of strawberries and cream frappuccinos. Which, if you've never had one, is like the equivalent of a McDonald's strawberry milkshake, but for adults. Probably less healthy actually uh, when, you, when you read how much sugar's in them but, but these little tiny cups and they'd make them and they stand there with a, with a tray holding the tray out to people passing by saying would you like to try our strawberries and cream frappuccino and people sheepishly come up not sure you know what's the catch someone's giving something away for free and they have a taste of this sugary creamy strawberry syrupy concoction um, which is quite refreshing on, um, on a hot day. Uh, even if you don't like coffee, you know, that this is what they can give you. And you have a taste of this, and the hope is that when you've had the taste of the little frappuccino drink, you will say, what's it called, and how can I get hold of a big one? And if you've seen the big ones that Starbucks have, they're 24 ounces, that's bigger than a pint. Um, venti is the Italian word for 20, and 20 ounces was a pint. That's why they were called ventis. But the, the, whilst their venti coffees are 20 ounces, um, how do I know all this stuff? Um, <laughs> I'm just realizing as I'm talking, like the Starbucks nerd. Um, but, but anyway, the cold drinks, they're 24 ounces. They're massive, I guess, so you've got room for the cream on the top. And why I say that is because um, their, their little sample is intended to give you a taste of something that is better and bigger and in full. And the church and living a Christian life is, is, is like having that little sample. But what we really look forward to is the real thing, which is in heaven. And so here we are today, whether you're watching church at home or sitting here in person, um, and we, we know what we're looking forward to. We're looking forward to heaven. Uh, but sometimes it is exhausting. It's been exhausting as we've tried to work out how do we do church? As life has been taken apart um, in society, normally church would be that one place you could come and, and just feel like you've come home again, where things haven't all changed 
uh, all the time where you can go and worship. And yet, we've had to close. We've been forced to close for the first time in, in um, potentially history, but certainly a long time. Churches were not allowed by law to open for worship in person. And so all the, the stuff that, you know, you've all heard me preach on the importance of coming to church. And, and then now I have to say, no, don't come to church. <laughs> Watch church at home. And that's been wearing for all of us. So I want to say today, take heart. Take heart. The end is in sight. Uh, the, the, the returning to normal is coming. And yet, that returning to normal is like the mini sample of a frappuccino. It is still not heaven. Because heaven is the goal. Heaven is where we're going. Heaven is what is promised for us. We have the same spirit within us that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And that same spirit will raise us to eternal life in heaven. That's where we're going. And Paul writes, all this, verse 15, is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. As we've seen um, through the years in different ways, um, the Christians have struggled with, with trying to um, bring together their, their humanity, their Christian faith, um, and, and the kind of the, the will of man, as it were, the will of people, um, and the will of the Spirit. And so, um, if we're truly reading and understanding the Bible, if we're truly open to listening to the Spirit, we're not going to do the kind of stuff that historically the church has done to try and spread the gospel. We want to spread the gospel, like verse 15 says, by it being a grace that is reaching more and more people, by it being, being the frappuccino that's handed out as, a, as, a, as an example of uh, a taste of heaven. We don't want to make people become Christians. We want them to be inspired by the Spirit living in us and through us that faith reaching out to other people. A few people have these kind of water features. Anyone have one in, in, their, in their gardens or yards? These kind of water features that bubble up like a little waterfall and they've got a pump in. And, uh, um, and if, you, if you haven't got one, you've probably been to someone's house where there is one um, and you can, you can enjoy seeing this kind of waterfall. Or if you go on a hike and you can see a real one, uh, that kind of life-giving water that keeps on overflowing. That's the picture Paul has for us. It's a grace that overflows. And through that grace and that overflowing faith that people want to come and, and, and catch some of it, they want to drink some of that water. We don't force them to drink the water. And historically, of course, that's one of the ways the church has operated, one of the ways society has operated is we want to try and make people conform to things. And yet, the most effective way to share our faith is... Um, is through it overflowing, through people seeing God at work in our lives and saying, I want some of that. I want what it is that you have. So we do not lose heart, says Paul. Outwardly, we are wasting away. Anyone feel like they're outwardly wasting away? Um, I, I kind of think, you know, as we, were, as we haven't seen people for 15 or 16 months, you know, people's hairs falling out, the wrinkles, are, there's more wrinkles. There's, you know, we're, outwardly, we're wasting away. 
Maybe it's just me looking in the mirror. I'm wasting away. And yet inwardly, writes Paul, we are being renewed day by day. There is no age uh, when it comes to eternity and eternity with God. Our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. We focus on heaven. We look towards heaven. And our job as the church is to create something of heaven and to invite people into heaven here in this place. For we know. The Greek word is telos. That's why I keep saying telos, which is tell us, not tell us. Do not get it confused with the telephone provider. Um, we're talking about the, the telos or tel- teleology. Is. So where are, we at? where are we ending up? Where are we going? And we have this assurance of, of heading towards heaven. And yet there are times, and there have been times in this past year when it's felt hard. But we have to keep our eyes fixed on the goal. Uh, Paul writes about, um, about runners. And um, I've, as you know, I've run the Vancouver Marathon and the thing that, the, uh, that they market the Vancouver Marathon on is you get to run around beautiful Stanley Park. Well, what they don't tell you when they're marketing it, of course, is that you run around beautiful Stanley Park at the end of the run, in the final six miles, when you don't really care where you are or what you're doing, and you can just barely put one foot in front of the other. It was the same in London. I ran the London Marathon, and, and you get to see all the sights of London. I didn't see any sights. <laughs> because it was the last six miles, and I was exhausted. And sometimes that's how it feels. And yet we're encouraged as Christians to know that we have the Spirit in us and that we keep on going, and we keep on going, and we keep on going, because we know where we're going. We know where we're going. We know that we look forward to heaven, to life forever with God. And so we don't lose heart. We keep heart, we keep on going. And there are times when it feels like a slog, and there are times when it feels like a joy. And so wherever we are today, uh, my hope and prayer um, is that you can manage to fix your eyes upon Jesus and upon heaven. I'm going to pray. And just as I do that, um, just, yeah, whether you're at home, whether you're here, um, you might like to hold out your hands. The reason I say that is because if we, if we, um, hug ourselves by folding our arms. It's sometimes um, harder to experience uh, receiving when we hold our hands out. It's a sign of saying, I'm ready to receive. I believe that God has um, new things for all of us in store in this season that's coming. Um, and some of those things um, will be uh, take us in directions that we weren't anticipating. Uh, the world has changed, but God stays the same. Um, And yet, somehow, God will be using each of us in new ways as we move into this new season. And so my prayer today for all of us is that we would be like um, the the grace that flows like a waterfall uh, and that that pours out to other people, that we can be a blessing. So, Father, I pray now for everyone who's here, uh, those in person, those online, people watching this later in the week. We pray, come Holy Spirit, would you fall afresh upon us? Would you uh, fill us 
with that life-giving water. And that water that might overflow and bring um, life and light to others. Lord, as we know that the Holy Spirit is with us, has been with us in this season, is with us in the season that's coming, Lord, help us to rely more on you. And I just pray now, especially for anyone who's feeling really exhausted, for anyone who's feeling scared or or, or nervous about returning to social situations, for those who have a fear of, of leaving the house and seeing other people again, Lord, would you take away those fears? In Jesus' name. Amen.